You're listening to episode 85 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. I hope you've been loving the month-long energy forecast. We're wrapping it up today with the moon. If you're listening to this episode on launch day, then the first new moon of the year is in two days. And the new moon is all about beginnings. I want you to have this moon information today so you can use the moon's phases to your advantage this year. And because we're talking about moon magic again, I had to invite those beautiful souls of Luscious Hustle, Betsy Milne and Laura Milne, back to join me. Betsy and Laura serve up amazing information on how we can use the moon in both life and business. Betsy grew up with the nickname Betsy Moon and has always been drawn to the moon, plus is lunar sensitive. Betsy cracked the code on how to use the moon in alignment with their business to help the Luscious Hustle ladies go from 5k months to six figures. Before we dive in to this amazing conversation, I just want to share a little something something with you this week. I just got back from an amazing trip to Sugar Mountain in North Carolina and stayed in the cutest Airbnb in the mountains. It was seriously amazing. If you're planning a trip anywhere soon, I suggest you skip the hotel route and check out Airbnbs. I often go the hotel route with Hotels.com because I like earning free nights, but with Airbnb, you can automatically save up to $50 on your first booking. Oftentimes, hosts run their own specials, and you can combine these deals, which is what we did. So I'm going to do a Food Your Life Friday episode all about this soon. But until then, if you're planning a trip and you haven't tried Airbnb, you can save some moolah with my referral link. I've dropped that in this week's episode notes on mindbizlife.com. And as a really cool bonus, I've added a section to the website called Mind Biz Life Favorites. You can find the link there and you can also see what else I recommend. Okay, back to the woo. <laughs> Are you ready for some moon magic? You know what to do. Tune in, turn it up, let's go. You're listening to Master Your Mind, Business and Life. Conversations with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. Here's your host, Lauren Smith. Hey everyone, it's Lauren Smith. Welcome back to another episode. Today I am so excited because we have the ladies of Luscious Hustle joining us again. Betsy Milne and Laura Milne are soulful entrepreneurs, podcast hosts, and creators behind this growing tribe and coaching brand called Luscious Hustle. Hello, ladies. Welcome back. I'm stoked to have you both join us again for another episode. Oh, thank you for having us. Yeah, we're super excited. Today, we're talking about the moon. And in our last episode together, we really got to know Luscious Hustle, what you stand for, what you do, and really how you allow the flow of both masculine and feminine energies within business and life to blend, I should say. And I had a big lesson just learning that there are various phases of the moons which support these masculine and feminine energies. So there have been some people who may have missed that episode, or maybe they're just tuning in for the first time. So let's go back a few steps and just tell us why the moon? Why do you use the moon in business? Such a good question. (laughs) Um, A loaded one too. It's loaded. loaded And you know what? We love it though, because it gives us an opportunity to uh, fly our freak flag, I like to say, and set ourselves apart. Um, Well, Betsy, do you want to start out? Because- it really started with Betsy. Yeah. So for us and for me in particular, I have been using the moon 
since I was a baby. I mean, I know that sounds really crazy. And even as I say it, I sometimes I'm like, what are you saying, Betsy? But <laughs> I have literally been following the, the phases of the moon my entire life. And it started because I was actually born under a full moon in January under cancer. And my nickname when I was born was Betsy Moon. So from a very young age, like my mom used to write me children's stories based on the moon. So the moon always played this this part in my world, right? It was there, it was protecting me, it was like a, a time clock, but I didn't really get into the cycles or the phases of the moon until much, much later, but I was always very aware. And I, I'm what you call lunar sensitive. Um, if you look up the day that you were born and what the moon phase is, if you're born under a full moon or a new moon, you are, you are very lunar sensitive. Mm. I happen to be born under a full moon, so that was like the first thing. And then a couple of years ago, as we were, as I was trying to heal from working in New York City for over a decade, and I was really burned out, I was very much in my masculine energy, the moon came back to me at a point in time when just, I was really trying to figure out who, who was I as an entrepreneur and how was I going to step into this new role that I was playing as a health coach, as a leader, and doing all the things. And I, I got a book, and it was talking about... Um, like your characteristics based on your moon. And because I was born under a full moon, I read the description and I had this moment and I was like, but I want to be her. I'm not her, but I want to be this person that they're describing. Like if this is my innate nature, then this is who I want to be. And that really brought me down the rabbit hole of really sinking back into everything that my mom had taught me as a kid, every you know, phase. And I, I knew I didn't want to be an astrologist. And I, that was the thing that always caught me off guard for a really long time was like, I didn't want to be an astrologist, but I did want to use the moon and the energy and the lunar energy. And, um, I basically read every single book I could get my hands on and started a healing process for, for myself to deal with some trauma. And eventually what happened was I was having so much success on the personal side. I called Laura one day and I was like, Hey, I really want to do this. Just give me one month in our business. I really think that this would work for our business as well. And she, and she had been moon manifesting at that point too. And she's like, yeah, sure. Let's try it. And we literally went from like solid 5k months, but we were having trouble breaking the 10k mark. Um, first month we broke 10k. Second month we used the lunar cycle. We were at 15k. Within three months we had our first 60k month. And it just became really clear that using the moon in business as an energy, energy tool was really, really successful and really, really simple in a way that just made it easy for us to teach other women how to do it as well. And it just became a part of our business. And now we use it every single month. So dang cool. I love that mm -hmm. so much. You know, we're, I think, especially we're hearing about the moon more and more, especially on social media, it really begins to blow up around the full moon, the new moon, and of course, eclipses. I think people are just becoming more aware of the moon's energy, but the energies are completely different in these phases. But let's talk about the new moon first, because the first uh, new moon of the year is January 24th, and this episode launches January 22nd. So I guess I could say the new moon's in two days. So <laughs> <laughs> what can we do to best utilize the new moon's energy? Well, uh, so... New moon and full moon are both masculine phases, which is really mm. interesting. And they get, they get the most attention on social media, which sort of well-deserved and also not because the other phases are equally important. And there are eight of them um, in total. But, you know, really the new moon, think about it, like the moon is dark. It's black. You can't see it in the sky. And so it's an invitation to go inward. Um, new moons, yes, we're setting, we're setting, we don't like to say setting goals. We like to say setting intentions. Um, 
rather because there's a you know a process that we use with the whole lunar cycle to bring that intention to fruition um but it really is the invitation to to go inward, to look inside, to ask the questions that you need to ask. Um, and it's an invitation to look at your shadow side as well. Like where have you come, where are you coming from, from the last lunar cycle? What transpired in your life and in your business? And then like resetting a new course. And it's not so much scrapping what you've done before as it is like reflecting back and be like, okay, I'm going to pivot. I'm going to shift. And what does that intention look like mm-hmm. for the coming lunar so the new moon's more about reflection and then setting intentions. Mm-hmm. Mm, what do you have a ritual for new moons? We do actually. I do. Um, and you know, it's it's interesting about the new moon because um, just to go back to what you were saying, like speaking about social media, like social media does a really great job of highlighting many many new moon rituals. And there's lots of new moon circles now, and there's full moon circles, and people are really embracing what this looks like. And you know. I mean, your moon, but the thing I want your, your listeners to take away is your moon manifesting practice can be as simple as sitting down with a journal and asking yourself three questions, marking the date, marking the phase, what is it that you want to be creating and just coming back to it. Cause the cool thing about the lunar cycles, are it, so the new moon and the full moon, they, for a specific sign in the astrological chart, they happen six months apart. So there's two cycles that we're dealing with when we're talking about moon manifesting. So the lunar cycle starts with the new moon mm-hmm. and that happens in a specific sign. So you'll hear people saying like, um, Gemini, Capricorn, uh, you know, going through all the cancer, whatever it is. So each one of those carries its own energy. And I actually have a cheat sheet for your readers that we can give you, that you can give them, that they can download, um, yes. that actually says the energy for each each sign, right? Ooh. So like, yes, because I love your listeners. Um, yes. <laughs> so, um, but with each one of those, so like Capricorn, it's, um, it's very driven. It's an earth sign. So it's going to be, you're going to look at your success markers. You're going to look at... Um, I don't know, money markers, like just different things in there. Um, And so what I've done is I've broken down the keywords for each one. So when you're doing journaling prompt questions, I mean, new moons is literally about going inside and looking at your inner soul. It's because we're in the shadow, the the energetics behind it is because we are in the shadow, we're able to go deeper because nobody's looking at us. Mm. Right? So it allows us that moment to sort of like, um, I'm scooping my arms inward, but like it, it allows us to go into our heart center and tap into what, like, what is our deep inner desire, right? And then we set the intention for the lunar cycle that we want to grow during the lunar cycle. But some wishes or intentions, like if you want to go buy a house or you want to make a hundred K in your business, the first lunar cycle, you're not actually probably not going to be able to manifest a house unless you have tons of money and savings and you are ready to go. But if it's like a way off dream, it doesn't mean that it can't happen. But what you do is you build that into your lunar cycle so that the steps that you're taking help you manifest. And typically what we see happening is if somebody sets like a big goal, six months later when the full, when the full moon happens in the same sign, you'll see a correlation and growth between the six months and it's really cool because it, it, the energy builds as we get to the full moon six months later. Mm. And so there is this connection. So it's like micro actions for the lunar cycle and then this extended manifestation process 
that gives us six months to tap into it when it gets to the full moon. And I guess, yeah. And I guess that's where journaling can also be very powerful because if you're dating it and writing the cycle, you can then reflect back. Okay. Six months ago, this is what I had. This was my intention, or this is what I was reflecting on. This is where I was in life at that place. Because sometimes that can be really hard to just stay humble in the journey of everything. Yeah. And it's awesome because when we get to the full moon, right, the full moon is all about releasing and letting go. So when we get to the energy of the full moon, again, it's another masculine sign, but it is really like shining the light and it shines. So when you think about a spotlight, you're standing on a stage and all of a sudden there's a spotlight on you. What does it do? Cast a shadow behind you. So in the new moon, we're looking in the shadow because we're in shadow, right? So we can go inside. But in the full moon, we're standing in the spotlight and the moon is casting an, an energetic shadow. And when we look at that shadow, that's where that's the shit that's holding us back. Sorry, I swore. I don't know. We're all good. We're all good. Um, but it basically what it's doing is it's bringing to the surface the things that maybe you don't want to look at. And it's casting this light so you can actually see them pretty clearly. And so the energy of the full moon is to release the stuff that is holding you back, right? Mm -hmm. And you get to ask yourself, every single full moon, it's the same thing. It's like, what stories am I holding on to right now? What am I holding on to that is taking up space? And is it worth holding on to that thing, right? Mm -hmm. Or should I be creating more space? Because really when we get into the when we get into the energetics of like, you know, you, you set your intention at the new moon and when you get to the full moon, whatever's not working, that's when you let it go. And then you create energy so that you can create space so you can receive on the waning side. So it's, it's a constant process of reflection, moving forward, letting go, reflection, moving forward, letting go. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's a really powerful tool that way because it's so easy in the beginning of business to get fixated and stuck on this idea that my business has to work a certain way. Mm -hmm. I can only deliver my offering in this vehicle or this way or that way. It has to be an online course or things have to whatever. And I mean, that's just not natural. That's That's not how life works. We're always supposed to be in motion and evolving and ascending to our highest selves. So the moon is really such a powerful tool to assist us in understanding that they're like, yes, we have to embrace change. And yes, okay, the intention you set on new moon, now you've gotten to a full moon and you see that it wasn't quite in alignment. And it doesn't mean that you have to give up entirely on your goal or the thing that you want, but maybe it's opening you up to receiving that thing you want in a different form. And I think, I mean, it's just human nature. We resist that. We get an idea in our minds and we think it has to be a certain way. And a big piece of stepping into your highest self, your soul's highest purpose as an entrepreneur is being open to receiving these downloads from the universe. And so the moon is a really powerful tool to help you facilitate that in our, you know, our sometimes like limited human ways. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. You just have to lean in and trust. Yeah. 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 And surrender. Really Mm. surrender to the message that you're receiving. Yeah. And I love that quote. It's like, when I think I've surrendered, I surrender again. Yeah. Cause Mm -hmm. like sometimes you feel like, oh, I've surrendered. And you're like, no, you haven't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I listened to one of your episodes on Luscious Hustle. I think Mm. it was, it was in the older episode. I want to say it was maybe launched in 2018, but you guys were discussing the moon and your sun and rising signs, which I just love because I can nerd out on birth charts all day. But Betsy, (laughs) you and I are both Capricorn suns. Um, Our birthdays are really close. Mine's the ninth. Um, And Laura, you, you are the, on the Leo and Cancer cusp. But of course we also have our rising signs, which are so powerful to know because in a short way of describing it to those who maybe aren't aware, 
it's really your social personality or how others view you. So Betsy, yours, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, was Gemini and Laura, yours was Taurus rising. Mm -hmm. I'm Libra rising. So we can see how it's, it's all different from our sun. And some people have the same, like my daughter has the same rising and sun sign, but how can we, how can knowing our rising sign just really help us in moon manifesting? Oh my God, this is such a great question. <laughs> um, okay, so, so yes, you're right. So your sun sign is basically like your broad strokes, right? These are the, this is the backbone of who you are energetically. Your rising sign is the mask that you portray to the world, and it's typically your default. So for me, I, am, I have a Gemini rising. There's a lot of duality in my personality, and I am very much an intellectual, a creative. I like to think. I like to talk. Communication is really important to me. That is my Gemini side, right? right. But underneath that, that, that foundation is still my Capricorn, which is like very success-driven. I want to succeed. I want lots of money. Like, you know, that's just yeah. being a Capricorn, yeah, right? Yeah, a little practical. Yeah. <laughs> very practical, very down to earth. Um, yeah. But the interesting thing is, is then there's your moon sign. And so your moon sign is actually based on the time that you were born. And this is really important because the moon moves through phases um, every two and a half days, right? It'll move through signs every two and a half days. So you really want to make sure that you, you get your moon and your rising sign based on your birth time to have it um, accurate because it can change can change quickly, right? Because right. moon and the star, sun. It can change within an just... hour if you don't have exactly. it Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, and your moon sign is really fascinating because this is how, this is your shadow side, right? This is how you can actually tell if you are in alignment or out of alignment. So when it comes to using um, your sun, your moon, and your rising sign in moon manifesting, how it works is um, typically we'll notice as people are setting their intentions, they fall, they trigger back to their sun sign, right? Because that's that innate, like really ground into you knowing of who you are, the broad strokes. And then um, your moon sign affects how you do your moon manifesting because this is typically when there's like a dark side and a bright side. So if you're in alignment with your moon, you can actually, you're aligned with your moon sign. You can actually tell based on your characteristics and personality. Um, and so what we notice is that, um, if you have a moon sign, uh, if any of your signs are the, the one that the moon falls in, so whether it's a full moon or a new moon and it falls under one of your signs, just pay extra attention to the energy there because it's going to, again, if it's in the shadow, if it's in the new moon, it's going to bring up your shadow side of your rising, your sun, your moon. And if it's in the full moon, it's probably going to bring up something very true about who you are and your character. It's just going to trigger something inside you. And so it's really just an invitation to pay attention. It's not so much like change your moon manifesting practice because something falls in one of your signs. It's just understanding that it's going to trigger at different levels. So like for me, um, like the full moon in cancer, it's, that's always a very, very triggering moon for me. Like I get really emotional. There's lots of shit that comes up. Um, I know that. So I can prepare for that now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the past, I didn't understand it. Right. Um, same thing like Capricorn full, uh, Capricorn new moons are like my sweet spot, right? Like mm -hmm. I do the best manifesting in the Capricorn with who I am as a person. Yeah. Interesting. So knowing all three is what we should pay attention to. Not just one, not just two, but all three. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how do eclipses affect us then? Because of course we're going to have a crazy eclipse season again. I think we have three this summer. So 
what, what is the energy during an eclipse and how do we kind of flow with that? Yeah. So eclipses are really fun. (laughs) (laughs) Basically what what an eclipse will do is it will actually amplify the energy of the sign that it's in, right? That's just the basics. That's all you really need to know. And so if it's um, a solar eclipse or a lunar eclipse, they both bring their own energy to the table. Um, But really it's an invitation for you to go deeper. And I, I really like to tell people now when I talk to them about like eclipses in general, it's not something to be scared of. It's something to lean into and practice going a little bit deeper than you would in a regular full moon or new moon um, manifest like manifestation practice. And it's like dive in and see what comes up. And no, again, it ties back to that six month cycle, right? So if we have, um, I of course didn't write down what signs. I do have the dates. You're right. We have um, three solar eclipses coming up this year. Um, we have two lunar eclipses, I think, and we have a blue moon. Do you know what a blue moon is? Ooh, let's talk blue moons. <laughs> <laughs> They're not as fancy as a solar eclipse or a lunar eclipse, but you know the saying like once in a blue moon? Right. So we have one blue moon coming up this year and it happens in October. And that's basically um, when you have, what is it? Two full moons in the same month? Mm-hmm. Yep. So it doesn't actually show up blue, but it's a blue moon because there's two in one month. Mm. So it, when that happens, how does that affect us when we have two in one month because we also run in in those cycles. So does does it really affect us or is it just kind of a mind trick because it's in the same month? It's a bit of a mind trick. So, so what's interesting about, it's interesting about calendars and this is where, this is where it can get tricky and people trip up. So technically the earth, uh, the moon rotates the earth every 27.5 days, but a lunar cycle runs anywhere from like 20 to 30 days because it actually is when the moon and the sun and the earth line back up that it resets the cycle. So sometimes you'll notice like certain phases are a little bit longer in one month than another month. Um, It's why it's not exact every single month, just because of gravity right? Mm. There's, it's a gravitational pull situation. So our calendar, the Gregorian calendar is way more in alignment with the solar calendar, the sun calendar, which is where you get like equinoxes and solstices and things like that. Whereas the moon calendar, I mean, there's lots of religions that still use a lunar calendar as their main character calendar. Um, the one that sticks out is like the Chinese, like their Chinese yes. new years always lines up with the beginning of the lunar calendar. Mm. Um, so it does, it just, it shifts every single month. I think I like to look at the months where there's blue moons and eclipse and lunar eclipses. And I like to think of them as just invitations, invitations to go deeper. Um, it doesn't affect your energy, but it's the same thing. It's like, think about your period. Cause we talked about this, I think on the last episode, yeah. you know, our periods run on a, you know, 28 to 30 day cycle, right. For the mm-hmm. most part. Um, it's not, it's not exact science. It can change as your body changes. Um, women want to be able to like match up their cycles with the moon. Every time I start teaching this, people are like, I want, I want to have it on the new moon. I'm like, mm, do you, do you really? <laughs> um, because basically you're inviting your body to go deep while the lunar energy is like deep. going deep, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you really want to wipe yourself out for three days? Okay. Um, but I, I think that it's the same thing. Like if you had your period twice in a month, like how it's the same sort of ebb and flow that we work right. with. It's just under, understanding the lunar cycle and where you fall into that. Is it normal after a new moon to just kind of feel drained? Like I always feel like for like the first two, three days after a new moon, I'm, I'm just like emotionally not 
there. And is that, is that because of the new moon, you know, makes you reflect and go inward and deeper? Well, so there's alternating masculine and feminine phases, right? So the, you know, the new moon is a masculine phase, which means that after that we go into waxing crescent, which is feminine. Mm. And so, you know, this kind of really goes back to, and I think this is such a great question. Like why, why the moon? Like why, why does it work for us in our, in our business? And why are so many women interested in using the moon? And it, you know, one of my fun, like favorite fun facts is that, you know, a man's body operates on a 24 hour cycle. So their energy resets every 24 hours. And, you know, the business world was created by men for men. So we have this business world that's asking us to reset every 24 hours and have fresh energy, but that's actually not how the feminine body works, right? Our female bodies operate on, you know, approximately a 28 day cycle. And within that cycle, we have days where we're absolutely on fire, right? We have that like strong surge of energy. And then we have other days where we're just like, nope, (sighs) I need to do some self-care. I need to (laughs) take a break. I need to reflect. I need to receive. I need to release right? And that's what those feminine phases are for, right? It is enough, whether it's, you know, and it depends if it's a feminine phase, um, you know, on the waxing side or the waning side of the moon, um, whether we're, you know, we're releasing or what we're doing. But the point is, it's an opportunity to honor your feminine energy and to honor that you feel the way you feel and to not have to feel this guilt about, you know, well, I'm just out of it for a couple of days. Like, that's okay. You're supposed to be. It's not, you're not doing anything wrong. You don't need to feel guilty. And then when you take that knowledge and you learn how to apply it to your business, like your, whether it's building con- your content calendar or a launch or your sales process, I mean, that's really what we're teaching in Moon Goddess is like, okay, now we have this knowledge about the moon. Here's how you apply it to your business so that you don't have to feel stressed or guilty or feel like you've been completely knocked out after a new moon or after a full moon. Yeah, because it can be it can be hard. There have been times yeah. after that where if you don't honor yourself in that moment, it's just it feels like death by a, t- a thousand swords. You know, it's just <laughs> it, it de- it's like so dra- it can be so draining. And um, it, you're so right, just being more aware and being in tune with that. I can see how that can absolutely help the flow. If there is someone listening today, and this is so new to them that they're just like where do I even begin with all of this? (laughs) What is a good starting point to just kind of dip your toes into it? Well, if you're interested in learning how to use the moon to build your business, uh, we, the doors to moon goddess are actually open right now and we're going to be kicking off in February. So I would say that would be, if you really want to learn how to run your business with the moon, start there, www.moongoddessmagic.com. And we will teach you how to use it in in your business. If you are just interested in learning more about moon manifesting and what that looks like. And I want to make this, I want to make this point perfectly clear. Manifesting does not mean you write it on a sheet of paper. You go, (laughs) Mr. Moon, please make like mother moon, please make this wish come true. And then you like sit in like Lotus and pray that this is going to happen. No, no, no. Moon manifesting (laughs) is actually work right? Mm -hmm. It is, you have to show up, you have to take action, you have to meet that energy halfway in order for you to begin to receive. And so I would say just simply start with new moon and full moon. I actually started just doing full moon manifesting because I was like, I cannot take on another thing on my plate, right? And within three months, I was doing new moon and full moon. Within six months, I was like head over heels into the thick of it. Um, And a year later, we started using it in our business. Well, now it's honestly, now I'm at a stage where, I mean, I know 
I mean, I basically like we, we map everything out in our business based on the phases of the moon. When we do content, when we're launching, when we start a program and the thing that's really cool. And this is the other takeaway that I want everyone to, to really sink into. Um, it's that you can't rush it, right? So we live in a society where masculine energy and masculine results are the norm. So we look to externals for validation, how many followers we have, how many signups we have, how did our launch go, this, that, and the other thing. And the thing that I noticed is so many women come to us and they're like, yes, I want to heal my feminine energy and I want to learn how to manifest with the moon. And it's like, okay, well, we're in full moon. So um, why hasn't this happened? And they really rush the process. And the thing about using the moon is it is designed to help slow you down. There's a lot of ha action that happens when you slow down. Mm. You get more accomplished when you slow down because you're receiving fully, which is work. Receiving is the work. <laughs> it's receiving money. It's receiving downloads. It's receiving ideas. It's receiving criticism. It's receiving feedback. Like you can receive all the time. And I think that's where women who are in their defined feminine do so well in business. It's because they can receive, they receive it fully, but they're capable of processing it in a way that the masculine just doesn't teach us because the masculine wants to succeed. The masculine wants to be competitive. The masculine is like, go, 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 right? right? But when we can slow down and tune back into that divine feminine, then that's where the masculine and feminine, they blend and they find harmony because it's, it's inspired action, which is masculine, but it's so in, like all encompassing and beautiful in the divine feminine. Mm. And, and just in case there are listeners today who are not females, men can still use do full moon, <laughs> new oh, moon totally. rituals oh, 100%. as well. Yeah. Yes. If you're listening, you're like, okay, chicks, we, we get it. This is all for you. It's not. Everyone can use the moon. Yeah. My yeah, brother actually does. <laughs> really? Yeah, we've, and we've had, yeah. yeah, we've had a dude do a uh, moon goddess and he did really well with it. Awesome. Like, really, really well. That Amazing yeah. results. Because, yeah. we're, I mean, think about it. We live in a society where the line between masculine and feminine is being blurred. Women are yeah. showing up more in their masculine and men are more in their feminine too. Yeah. And so understanding both sides, because we all have it, like you're not trying to shut down your masculine and you're not trying to just be feminine. If we were completely in our feminine energy all day, every day, without that rooted, grounded energy of being in the masculine, we would be floating around like in space, like just shit would not energy. get done. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's really important to have both. And the moon just invites us to slow down, receive on both sides and heal the feminine so that we can step fully into our power. Mm, you guys have dropped so much knowledge today. I cannot wait to, to share your, your moon calendar with the audience and use it for myself too. But I know our audience is going to want to connect with you guys further because we all need more luscious hustle in our lives. So where can they go to do so? You can find us at www.luscioushustle.com on the interwebs. Um, all our courses, Moon Goddess, everything is there. And then you can also connect with us on Instagram at luscious.hustle. Um, or you can head on over to iTunes, Spotify, all the places. Stitcher. Um, Stitcher radio all the places yeah, for, <laughs> for um, the Luscious Hustle podcast. I love your podcast. I encourage all of our listeners to go over and check it out. And I am a full believer in the moon magic. And I'm just really happy that you guys were able to join me and discuss the power of the moon, how we can use it as a tool in both life and business. So thank you again for sharing with us today and helping us learn how to use this tool better in our lives in 2020 and ongoing. Thank you. I've said it before and I will say it again. Betsy and Laura have the 
best energy. I am so glad that our paths collided in 2019. I thoroughly enjoyed learning from them. And if you want to connect with these ladies from Luscious Hustle further, I've linked their social channels, website, and podcasts in this week's episode notes found on mindbizlife.com. If something resonated with you from this episode, I invite you to share it with a friend or screenshot the episode and share it on social media. Tag me in it at mindbizlife and I'll reshare it for our community to see. I'll also be sharing my new moon ritual as well, so stay tuned for that. Next week, we're staying on the woo train. I've got a guest who works very closely with celebrities who are both dead and alive. Hmm. If that doesn't intrigue you, I don't know what will. I'll be back here on Friday for another episode of Heal Your Life Friday. But if I don't catch you then, I'll see you back here next week. Until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.